What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja Vu podcast. This is a podcast where we uh, discuss TV shows that have already come out, shows that have uh, affected our lives in some way. And Travis Mejia is here with me. Travis, how you doing? Uh, I've been better, Trey. Uh, my, my voice is uh, a little off today. I apologize. We're recording a day late because of me, but I'm here. I'm here to here. talk about Breaking Bad. Yeah, we are doing year three of this podcast. Whoa, First year that's crazy. was Lost. We uh, talked about the TV show Lost, which is a big part of my life, and I believe Travis's too. Yes. Uh, that was sort of what the genesis was of this podcast, is because I really wanted to rewatch Lost, and I wanted a reason to do it. And Travis was always a, a big Lost a, guy. Uh, yeah, you needed a companion and a companion piece to go along with it. Right. Here Travis was a big Lost guy, and we'd talk about Lost at work. And it's like, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know anyone else who likes Lost. You know, <laughs> There's finally somebody else Finally here. <laughs> someone else who can make jokes about Dharma and the Hatch. <laughs> And, and not uh, be contrived like from uh, anybody hey, else at the station. Hey, aren't they all dead? Aren't they all dead? Huh? <laughs> Though I do love Junes's uh, fake loss fan. You do like Junes's bit. I do like he, his bit. He, he's absorbed just enough to uh, make it seem like he knows. <laughs> he knows something. name. He knows Saeed's name. Yeah, he yeah. knows Saeed's name, and he knows like the 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 tent pole moments. Yeah. Like He's, up until like season four. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I wouldn't even give him that. I might like just be was, season one. Maybe. I think so. he knows he was, Polar Bear Smoke Monster. Yeah, he was dialed into the promos in season one, and then he just right. kind of used that as he goes. I think that's a lot of people, which we probably discussed ad nauseum. Sure. And uh, last year, 2020, am I right? Ooh. We talked The Sopranos. And best part which, of the year. That was probably the best part of the year, uh, other than other things i did uh that was a fun fun time talking to sopranos and it's weird i think in an odd way that we i think this was just you know um weirdly coincidental i don't know it seemed like sopranos kind of blew up last year like a resurgence of people watching and talking about it and memes about the sopranos and it just seems like last year, for whatever reason, it kind of exploded. It did. It felt like we were getting a lot more, uh, a lot more Tony Soprano memes on the timeline. Mm-hmm. However, that might just be the Twitter algorithm coming for you because we be. talked we talked about it yeah. so much that they were showing but, you all the Soprano memes. But I rarely see lost memes. That's true. I That's rarely true. see that stuff about Lost. Usually when I see something about Lost on Twitter, it'll be accompanied with a Trey Mitchell liked this tweet on there. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's uh-huh. usually how I get my Lost content on Your Twitter. Lostville. Yes. Uh someone has to get it to you, you know. Hey, hey, I need my I need my daily look at those abs on Sawyer. What can I say? I know, man. He's just too too gorgeous. Glistening. Uh, those, those glistening abs. And, uh, you know, I think there was an article, too, about how The Sopranos has kind of got had a resurgence with, like, Gen Z and stuff. It's true. Yeah, no, it, it makes a lot. It's, I mean, obviously, we just watched it and gave it rave reviews. Yeah. So uh, it's awesome. And uh, I'm trying to think of why, though. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a legitimate reason why. Uh, let's see. It went off the air. In, it is know, a fun snapshot of that time. 
of, the, of 1999 through 2007 <clears throat> and sort of a the tumultuous you know early aughts and and just that that era i think it's fun to look back because it is far enough to be nostalgic but not that far where you can still remember things where you were at, at that time so the end of sopranos was 2007 you said correct yes i believe so i would not have guessed that only months would have separated the finale of sopranos and the premiere of breaking bad oh wow okay so that... uh jan 20 2008 breaking bad comes along uh-huh <clears throat> and that's a good segue because that's the show we're going to be talking about this year uh is breaking bad and i think it's a great uh i think it's a great um sequel to the sopranos talk because <clears throat> i mean obviously without the sopranos there would be no breaking bad and i think breaking bad is the more modernized version of the sopranos as far as like structure structure sure, it's, goes it's definitely uh going along that same that same route uh what's it i can't i'm vince gilligan he had a uh, a really good i almost called him jay gilligan for some reason jay gilligan. Uh, yeah i don't know where i got where i even got that um he had a good quote about tv at the time of how it's been really good about keeping characters and shows in place and uh, keeping them there so that the show can kind of run as needed as long as needed mm. and i think we discussed a lot about how <clears throat> soprano sort of changed the game in that manner pushing the uh pushing the story forward and in, in a certain way that hadn't really been done before and then breaking bad comes along and i feel like they, they I, i'm not like i don't want to say breaking bad's better but i feel like they took what the sopranos did in that manner and built upon it there's no like stasis for walter white like everything right. is like the only question you need for this show is what's going on with walt and how is how is he dealing with that thing? It's about the change of Walt's situation, mm -hmm. and uh, they do a fantastic job of of keeping you on your toes of what is going to change. <laughs> I, I think I could see why people prefer this to The Sopranos because The Sopranos is a little more, you know, people always bring up um, Star Wars and Two Thousand Space Odyssey or Godfather and Goodfellas. Uh, it's just your different taste. Where, Sopr where Sopranos is a little more cerebral. It's um, not not saying that Breaking Bad isn't smart, but uh, Breaking or Sopranos is a little more kind of cerebral, a little more kind of just hanging out, chilling yeah. there. Uh, they kind of go over here for one episode, then maybe they'll go over here for another episode, and you know, just it's a little more. Uh, um, I don't know what the right word would be, but it's, I mean. It's Excuse the pun, but it's it's sort of Sopranos on meth, you know. Like it's sure. it's a much, it's, it's it's a lot it's of high high paced up. action. Yeah, it's revved the meth up is a downer, well. but yeah, sure, mm. I get what you're saying. Okay, yeah, uh, God, I've never I've never done meth, so um, yeah, no, I, that's it's always just, a fun argument. Is the drug guy that corrects you, and then the person that corrects you on top of that? Yeah. Yeah, I've never done drugs, sir, so I wouldn't so, know. I wouldn't know what meth does to the body, <laughs> right? Um, but it, it's just, um, it, I kind of forgot what I was saying. No, you're saying it's more, more amped up, more revved up. It's more, it's, it is, it is on your toes 24 seven. It's, it's not a, 
and, and I think I think shows have tried to replicate it, like uh, Ozark, which I've only seen an episode of, and I'm like, yeah, this is trying to be Breaking Bad. Yeah, I think the thing about Breaking Bad, and it's shown in like the first seconds of the episode, is that it's first of all shot incredibly, and it's beautiful. Dude, it's beautiful. The eye yeah. candy is out of this world on this show, yeah. in in such a mundane location somewhere that you wouldn't like you wouldn't it wouldn't just pop out at your mind that this is a beautiful area and it would be really fun to see something beautifully shot i know what you're saying but i disagree with you totally i think that part of the country is, is beautiful as hell i think, I, I think that you know there's yeah. uh there's some you know it's not for everybody but it's not like if you're talking about the five most beautiful uh venues in america i don't know that i would put the desert in there yeah, but like all those like mountains and those rock structures, I think it's incredible. But you wouldn't think Albuquerque, New Mexico. If you're thinking <laughs> mountains, you're going to think Colorado or the Appalachians. Sure, sure. I, I get uh, what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. Geographically, it is okay. a really weird place to have a show. He, he makes it they, – they make it look very interesting. Yes. It's not just a desert. It's, it's, uh, it's this odd – weird location for this odd weird show i mean he shows up he's wearing underwear and an apron he looks like he's a grand theft auto character and talk about just dropping you into like balls to the wall this first episode is nuts and a lot of shows kind of did do that as a you know a plot device um and a lot of like i remember like alias would do that a lot and it was sort of just like hey we're gonna mix this episode up uh Mm -hmm. how is it gonna come to here but i think breaking bad i think it justifies doing that Lost did that to some extent. Yeah, they could do that. Dropping yeah. drop you in different play, not in uh, not on a regular basis, but they certainly uh, use the tactic. Yeah, I mean it's a old tactic for shows to do. Uh, yeah, I, I think as far as the show itself, we watched the first three episodes. Uh, I think first is, two episodes, sir. Oh, I thought we we're doing three. We're just doing oh, two. We're, doing, we're just doing two. That's okay. all I watched. That's cool. Uh, no, I think I told you, let's just do two because I was like swamp of shit and then I found time, but it's all good. We can just do two. Um, uh, be- before we get into this episode, do you know the history of where the idea of the came- the show came from? Number it one, was Vince Gilligan and another guy, and they're just like drinking and talking about shows, right? Sort of. And it, so it was when Vince Gilligan was working on X-Files. Yeah. And that's when he knew Brian Cranston. Exactly. And it was sort of the same idea. I guess that episode of X-Files was not the same idea, but generally the same idea. Mm-hmm. And so he came up with the idea out of this and then he shopped the idea, obviously, to all of the networks. So Showtime passed on it because of Weeds uh, was yeah. currently was currently running and vince gilligan said that if he had known about weeds he wouldn't have even oh, pursued wow. the idea anymore wow like that close to not having breaking i'm glad back. he didn't because i don't i'm not a big weeds guy maybe i, I like, would like it now but the first few seasons are good and then it gets kind of i thought lame. it was just like extremely showtime showtime has an ex- a great uh talent of putting out these shows with like really cool concepts and then they get about a season and a half, two seasons in, and then they just complete. They're just mm-hmm. they just become complete garbage. Yeah. So he took it to Showtime. They turned it down because of weeds. <clears throat> took it to HBO. They they passed on it because they're HBO and they probably weren't going for another type of thing just like this. Uh, TNT then passed on it. They had strong interest from FX, 
but FX in, uh, instead decided to go in the direction of the classic, uh, the classic television show that we all know and love, Dirt. Dirt. Uh, dirt. Okay. And then the last place that they took it was uh, a little third-rate movie network that had just had their first serialized show get any type of of uh, shine. When was, saying, Mad, was it Mad Men? Because I was thinking, when would Mad Men air? They're trying to find a companion to Mad Men. This yeah. is right about the same time. It's uh, a good Walking counter Dead. to Mad Men. Yeah, and think about Walking Dead was yeah. about a year after this. They had a hot streak they did. for quite a while. I don't know that they're necessarily still riding no. that out. That was glory they, days for them. They got Saul and five different inter- – they're making money, I think. Yeah, I think they're all right. I mean I'm not worried about them. But yeah, that's no. uh, that's a good three – a three-piece uh, three piece right there of Mad Men, Breaking Bad, and Walking Dead. Whatever as you much want as think. you, yeah, exactly. As much yeah. uh, whatever you want to think about the show, I watched a few seasons of it and liked it. But hey, first season, I still stand by as being really good. Sure, I, I just don't care for shows where the only uh, piece of tension or plot device is just someone dying or who's yeah. going to die next. It's not that fun. Yeah, it's just not that fun for ten plus seasons. Mm-hmm. It's old. All right, well let's uh, let's dig into this first episode. I will I'll say the first thing off. Um, I don't remember this show being this sexual. A lot of a lot of hand jobs and tits, and there was even an f bomb, which I on the uh, initial broadcast were beeped out and covered up the t's and the f's mm-hmm. were. But uh, I I don't remember it being as sexual <laughs> as it was. I, I I guess I remember the uh, the hand job. Um... I remember the lady in the green dress. I remember the the, the tatas. I do the remember the tatas. Yeah, no, the tatas are hard to forget. I guess I do remember that stuff. I think this is also one of the first shows that kind of got that initial Netflix bump. Like they sure, were on 100%. for a few years, and then yeah. they got released on Netflix, and it feels like that's when it got really big. Sorry, that was my last non-episode. No, you're good. Specific information. Of I the mean, day. we'll be talking some general stuff here too. You know, um, I mean, we haven't even talked about just like uh, the show to us. What does it what does it mean? You know, I I think for me, it was the show that I got into probably the most since Lost uh, as far as like fandom of it. And I remember one of those sh- I uh, I think I are the episodes, but bought like the Blu-rays anyway, you know, <laughs> uh, and because, um, you know, special features. Yeah. yeah, it was a show I was very, very, very much into. And this was uh, part, yeah, this was part of my. I mean, I was part of that Netflix crowd that okay. kind of discovered it on Netflix. Netflix, and uh, I don't know. I like this was never one of like my favorite all time shows, but I always mm-hmm. loved it, and it was like it was never a loss to me. But okay. it was a really good show well, that I liked. It was as close. It, nothing can be a loss for me, but it was as close <laughs> as I could get to lost. It was never and, one of those and shows, and I, I mean like, that by like by just like the time I spent on law. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like going to message boards and all that stuff. Like that nothing will ever be like that again. See, Maybe, I think I, I think my lost was a Game of Thrones. Yeah. For you. Like if we're doing a comparison okay. where I just I spent more time on not watching it like right. Taking in information than I actually yes. did watch, watching it. And breaking sure. bad 
I don't know. It, it, I didn't feel like it was a show that you like had to theorize about. No, not at all. It not wasn't at that, all. that show. No. Which I miss those kind of shows. Like um, those shows are fun to watch. Uh, I don't think they do that anymore, especially with streaming. I think that's the one negative about streaming was that I don't believe I would be a as big of a fan of Lost if it weren't for the week by week episode and the you know theories and and questions and mysteries and stuff like that's what hooked me on that show. And, and same with like Battlestar Galactica was very similar. There was little mysteries and stuff you had to, you know, you had to solve and figure out. But so the first episode, Travis, it starts off with a banger. It's Walt in his underwear, in his T-shirt, holding a gun. So I, I, he was definitely trying to do death bike. Now, I wonder, though, how much trouble would he have actually been in at that moment? Um, with the, with the meth in the, in the, in the RV is definitely not great. Right. So you're looking at some years there, but I mean, realistically, he's going to be dead in like 18 months, or at least you think so. Because I, you could, he's trying, he's trying to save himself. In his mind, everyone is dead except for Jesse, right? Yeah. Those two guys are dead. Jesse's just injured. He might be dead. He's not dead. He's not, but he could he could die. He could die. Um Yeah, no, I mean I think if the cops like show up there, he I think if the cops show up, Walt has a better chance of talking his way out of it than anybody else there. Yeah. Cause he could just say he was blackmailed or something. I don't know. I, I don't I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just my, I don't think I would try to kill myself when he did the whole gun thing. <laughs> no, uh, he didn't pull the trigger and everything. No, I don't. Oh God, I don't, that's I don't so tense still Ooh. where he, he pulls the trigger and it doesn't work and it just <gasps> fires. And it's like the double, like, holy shit, you know? Think about all the moments in these first couple episodes that are like moments that it could have come crashing down on him, but are like moments that built him into the criminal that he's going yeah, to become. Yeah, I, I love him holding a gun. Like, he holds a gun so weird yeah. at first, you know? Like, it's like this weird, he's like, shouldn't be touching it, you know? And then, like, you think of, you know, later on, where he's just a fucking just badass. And yeah. uh, and then, like, uh, you know, him killing Crazy 8. Actually, that's the third episode. We're not going to talk about that. Sorry for spoilers. I know you haven't watched uh, it. It's okay. I mean, I've uh, seen him in, seen him many times, so it, I know yeah. it's coming. Um, uh, but uh, like the you know the whole idea of, <clears throat> and sometimes like a show it does this because it's sort of lazy. Like Game of Thrones, uh, with uh, hey Game of Thrones, like the first few seasons, uh, getting to um, Winterfell or getting to the um, anywhere anywhere took so long the whole season but season the last season everything's just very quick i think that's more of a commentary on his character where like it's it takes three episodes to kill someone Mm -hmm. and but then later on he just does it that kills two people in like a few seconds uh because he's you know he's that guy now yeah and then i mean we're i'm kind of getting ahead of myself on this but so like when they're talking about dissolving the body he brings that up as if like, well, I'm just verbalizing what we need to take care of here. Like he's never thought of this before, 
mm-hmm. then he brings up this super specific thing that's going to dissolve a body. I have the opinion that Walt and Skyler, to a certain extent, have been uh, thinking about a lot of this stuff way prior to the show starting. Mm-hmm. Like he's like we, of course, as we get sure. further, you meet his sure. friend and the opportunities that he's missed. Like this did not come as a spur of the moment thing when he found out that he had cancer. This is something he'd always kind of thought. I bet you I could do something illegal with this smart chemistry brain of mine and make a lot let's, of money. Let's talk about this because <clears throat> I I don't have much sympathy for Walter White. And then rewatching these episodes, I have less sympathy. Mm-hmm. Um first of all he's a jerk from the start he's kind of a jerk he's, he's very, just he's kind of a depressed shut off and, and like middle you know, he feels like he's more intelligent than everybody yes, you know he, he feels like he's better than yeah. a lot of people feels like he's better than jesse off the bat yeah he's um, better than all the students in his class and he's better him than and ben linus teacher ben linus <clears throat> would get along very well <laughs> you know they're very yeah. they think very highly of themselves yes uh and you know i think you know the, they say this is a commentary on the economy you know 2011 the stock market crash the recession but i just i, I wonder because you know he's this brilliant scientist and do they get into why he's a school teacher and yeah. working at a car yeah. wash yeah, so they do. They do. So he had an opportunity. This is in like season two or three, uh, to be a part of this company that you know becomes a multi-million-dollar conglomerate or whatever. But he was pissed that his girl he liked went with his best friend. Yeah, but that sort doesn't of. mean you can't join another company, right? Or start another company, or start you know do something else. Like he's his like. All of his negative feelings he's brought on himself, just like everything that happens in the show, he brings everything on himself. There's mm-hmm. no difference. It's his inhibitions were were blocked, or I guess his his uh yeah yeah inhibitions were blocked by the fact that he had responsibilities. I believe that's part of the reason why he ends up leaving that company is because of responsibilities to his kid who has whatever it is cerebral that, palsy. Uh, cere- cerebral palsy. Yeah, he's got cerebral palsy. Uh, and he clearly regrets he has a lot he clearly has a lot of regrets about the decisions that he made on how to how to go about his life at a certain point but like <clears throat> at that party we're talking that's far off in the season but like it's like hey we can get back together and do this thing and it's like he has so many opportunities to say all right let's do it and, and accept help that's the mm-hmm. thing he's he's stubborn as hell he has to do it because well, he's because he thinks he's the smartest man in the world right. so nobody else and, can do the job like him and he's also a horrible he's, he's also a liar and he's untruthful and that's the start of all the issues is that like he doesn't tell his wife he's going to the hospital after passing out and, well and then they told him he has cancer he doesn't tell her that anyone well, that and she okay so my wife is about the same point of pregnancy that skylar yeah. is right now so, like, I was just straight out. If I got cancer tomorrow, should I tell you? Absolutely, you should tell tell the yes. person. Like, it's it's huge, especially terminal cancer. Yes. I'm going to be gone in 18 months. I, I think you day. might be right that he had this idea, and maybe not even, he didn't even know he had this Did idea, not, but he had some kind of, like, 
maybe idea. not the specific idea, but he just this is some this is not a new he didn't come up with all this on the fly. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, because he that, like his I have cancer. Better start selling meth. I mean, that's like the, his A to B thinking. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, I don't have anything. Uh, I have nothing that's going to keep me here. There's no responsibilities that <clears throat> that are holding me down for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. So just go for it. And he's supposed to be a smart guy, but why, why does he go to that? And I guess there's no show if he doesn't go to that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, there's also an argument to be made that his the life that he did choose is the complete opposite and he's just you know i mean you know how the human brain works you run away from something that you've been doing for so long that you hate so you go do the opposite thing it's uh it's like when a <clears throat> when a girl gets divorced those first few months post divorce ho phase mm-hmm. just go from the opposite just go go for the opposite um great opening scene uh they introduce uh walt jr pretty well i thought where i think they did a good job not just like saying hey he has cerebral palsy but he's still with it well Uh, and i think the i think the kid that plays walt jr um or i think the whole concept of the walt jr character is really good because it's not like the typical picture of somebody with cerebral no. palsy. I guess. And, and I think the the actor does have it, but not to this extreme. Yeah. Um, yeah. That makes but, sense. Uh, yeah. It's, it's done in a good way where it's like, it's very uh, tasteful. And yeah. And like, realistic. he's a smart ass kid. That's that is his character is he's not that still, he has cerebral palsy. It's that he's you know, 16. Yeah. He's just, a, I mean, it's, it's, you know, like, like a 16 year, he's a regular 16 year old, not like yeah. a smart, bad, smart ass, but like, it's like it shows you he has a it's that this isn't his character that he's there's doing. more levels to him than right. he's just he's just the son with cerebral palsy. He had a great line of "Do I look like a skater <laughs> to you?" I think that was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think they did a good job with that, not making it you know manipulative in, in a way where it's like, oh, dude, this he is a. It's it's not a poor Walt kind of thing. It no, just, but it it does it does uh, it does add. Oh, hundred percent. It adds yeah. to the financial stuff. That that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, another line I like is a uh, "fuck you and your eyebrows." That's a good one. Oh, so good. <laughs> fuck you and your eyebrows. We've all wanted to live leave a job like that. Sure. Everybody. Yeah. Just fuck you. Car and washes your do fucking suck too. Never worked at a car wash. I worked at one for like a week. Uh, because it sucked. Is that it the really shortest, sucked. uh, the shortest tenured job you've ever had? I don't know if it was a week, but it was a very short amount of time. I worked for one day. One as day? A, at, uh, Sam's as a sampler. Okay. Oh, <laughs> for yeah. For like six hours, I stood and gave samples and I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. So it was that, pretty good money for, I was like 19, but okay. I, was like, I can't, I can't do this. The car wash was like a summer job and... It was hot out, you know, Texas heat, yeah. and you're on your knees, you know, scrubbing cars. And so you went, got, uh, you went got, at the cash register. Adnan always made well, you go here's out the to the thing. I was uh, hired on the spot, and I think they just hire people on the spot. And you have to wait in a waiting room until you can go out. And when you go out, you punch in, start working. When you're done, you punch out, go wait in the mm. waiting room. <clears throat> so it's like, it's a shitty job. And That's you're not pretty getting bad. Hit. Yeah, it's pretty bad it was at a car spa and yes. so like i felt okay about quitting it wasn't a it wasn't like a yeah 
It's like, okay. It's not like shit. you had a, a career waiting for you in the car wash. No, I, I don't think I worked there for very long. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't have made it there either. It sucks. And uh, yeah, it just kind of adds on to the humiliation of Walt working at the car wash. Uh, Dean Norris is a treasure, I put. Uh, Hank God. is awesome. Uh, so, so Gilligan initially wanted to kill either him or Jesse in the first season. Yeah, I knew but about Jesse. When they signed on for a short run in that first season, he was like, yeah. ah, I just, there's not enough time to do it. And right. then, of course, the acting of Jesse Plemons and uh, Jesse, no, Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Well, it, later on. <laughs> yeah, later Jesse Plemons. Uh, and uh, Aaron Dean Paul. Norris. Yeah. Aaron Paul and Dean Norris uh, basically just convinced him to keep them around oh, yeah. a little bit longer. Dean which, Norris I mean, great. he's so good. He's yeah. so and, – and, like, he just steals – he's great because Cranston is obviously amazing. But even – even in scenes with both of them, like you're so attracted to what's going on with Dean Norris. Mm. He's just a, he's a lightning bolt. Uh, and like it plays perfectly in that party. Like it just plays perfectly. Just takes his drink. Yeah. Yeah. And just like the surprise party for, for Walt turns into the celebration for Hank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's so, it's so perfect to just build the tension of Walt, you know, and how he, again, what's going on with Walt. How is he dealing with it? Neither of those things were going well for him in that scene. Right. Uh, I think also uh, Aaron Paul, I think they could have totally fucked up that character, you know, because that's, that is, Hey, he's a stoner kind of, I mean, to ease dude, and his, that character is so on the line of being too ridiculous yeah. at all times. Like it fits in this show. I don't know that that kind of character would have fit in any other show. I think Aaron Paul too, just he, he put something in it. He embodies it. He, 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 he has a little extra something else. I don't know if it's just like innocence or, or something about Aaron Paul makes that character more, a lot more likable. I would you know? love to see the lineup of people that they had auditioned for. Oh that, yeah. For that role. You Be could fuck that up. <clears throat> like I bet the guy that, ends up the tall lanky one one of his friends not the, the skinny not, pete not skinny pete the other one badger badger, badger. like <laughs> i could see that guy coming yes. in and auditioning for that role and it's seeming like this is a great fit and then you put him next to brian cranston and it it's terrible badger's fine as badger but he's not he's not yeah. jesse he's just yeah but i could definitely see that guy coming in for it and you being like I don't know. He kind of sounds like the guy kind of, yeah. kind of seems like what we're looking for, but mm -hmm. it, it, they, they, the casting on this show is, it's always perfection. been very good. Perfection yeah. throughout. Yeah. Like they picked the right people well, for the right roles and put them in the right position to do what they needed to do. Do you think Skylar was the right cast? Um, and, I guess uh, I don't have, I don't have and a gun. Yeah, I don't have a, a, as as big of a problem with Skyler as you do. I, oh no, I never said I had that. I I I I like the. I know a lot of people did though. Yeah, and I, I, I wonder. I, I I'm trying to figure out. I think the, one of the things I'm trying to figure out is why. And I think I we figured it out watching The Sopranos. Is that I think the big thing is that um, Skyler, though more sympathetic than Carmela, is more in the dark, and yeah. so she's. And good reasons suspicious and she's trying to get in the way of 
Walt yeah. having she's a she is a barrier to Walt rather than <laughs> I Anna. feel like a lot of the hate towards Anna Gunn and that character is more due to uh circumstances in the writing and how they positioned the character and like I think it's kind of intentional for for the whole show to work you kind of have to root against her and root yeah. for Walt yeah you know? I agree she is an mm-hmm. adversary to Walt rather than than Carmela was not necessarily an adversary more accomplice not yeah. a full-on accomplice but she was more she was an accomplice and she knew what was going on she wasn't trying to yeah. get in the way of Tony doing yeah. bad whereas stuff. by the time Skyler is like an accomplice We've gone through so long of her being the adversary and she's not 100% inch because why would you be? Right. Like, uh, yeah. You need to, yeah. yeah. It was, it was maybe, that was maybe their, their error is they, I don't know what you would have done though. I mean, honestly. Maybe should, like, maybe show me some other options of who could have played that Well, you know what? Like, I don't know that anybody would have come out looking real, like, I I don't know. I think they do a good job and better call Saul with, um, what's her name? I don't know her name, but she's great. The she's one really season good. I've seen of it, she's amazing. And she's it's not that much the same, but you know, he's just doing these little shitty things. She's just like, All right, I guess. And she's really good. I think uh I think I have a little bit of too much of affinity for her because in the first episode that or I don't know if it's yeah, the first episode in, in a royal shirt looking real good. So she was also yeah, she was also uh Amy's uh doppelganger in um part in um Veep. Remember, she was uh Tom Jones's uh, secretary. Oh, that, yeah. okay. I mean, I might not have noticed it. Yeah, I might not. Was, have yeah. It. God, that show's good too. We did that uh, last year. We did. That was fun. Was that was fun. Ago. That was fun. Remember last year? Remember twenty twenty? <laughs> Remember twenty twenty? Remember twenty twenty? Uh, okay, so I guess we're probably right about the point where Walt gets the the bright idea to go on a ride along with uh, with uh, old Dean Norris, with Hank. With <laughs> this is a, this might be a scene that I don't think that we could have in today. I don't know that we. Yeah, could have he's a so lot much more racist than we probably remember. Though I does it you- make it more okay that Gomi is just as racist and complicit in the it, racism? It, it kind of reminds me of um um Hell or High Water with yeah. uh yeah that care in a way I think they're more I think that, that I think it's it's friend it's more racism. like friend just jabbing at each other. <laughs> yes, it's friend racism. Yes, it's 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 not great, but like they're you know they're kind of meatheads and they're just yeah. jabbing at each other in a it's way. a very true scene it's yes a very it's a very true scene, scene. i can uh, absolutely see that it happening. doesn't make i don't think it makes and it maybe it's just us knowing hank it's just and, where uh, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and what happens but i don't dislike hank you know no yeah absolutely not maybe like at this point watching it you're you're rooting for the drug dealer, so you don't right. like Hank. But and like, maybe it's, maybe it's just us knowing how, where the yeah. character goes and how it ends up. Yeah, that we're a little skewed. But I I don't know. I think he's great. I think he's very likable. And then in this scene, we do get uh, <clears throat> maybe the greatest set of T's ever shown on uh, on a basic cable. Although it was blurred out in the original. Airing, it was, yeah. But- but man, oh man, Jesse was really, really having a good time over there while his buddy Emilio got taken by the cops. Captain Cook, these okay, so these cops are terrible, by the way. 
So the, the car is out front and they mm -hmm. never they never even think to maybe we should have impounded the car that has Cap and Cook on it. We should have looked for the car that had Cap and Cook on it. Maybe one of them got away. And then the other guy gets bailed out like two days later. Terrible cops. Terrible cops. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. I don't know. You know, there's all this paperwork and stuff. No. Yeah, we're on to the next bus. Yeah. We're on to the next bus. Okay, uh, I do have another question. I have a small question that I asked my wife when she didn't know the answer to it. Maybe you know the answer to it. So when they raided that house and they got all the money that was at the house, what happens to that money? I think that money goes – It goes into evidence at first, clearly. I think it goes back to like the Federal Reserve or something. It goes – gets like it just uh, gets put back into circulation. I don't know. So, see, I don't this know. is a good question, right? Like, <laughs> where does, does, does that it, drug money go? Does it become just like department property, and they could kind of build a new statue out front of a Texas Ranger or something? Get a get a new wing. Yeah, get a get a get a get a. I a think white it has wing. to go back to the government some way. Probably depends on. Uh, if it's a federal or a state, sure. straight state crime, is that a yeah, thing? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a crime guy. You're not a crime guy? I'm not a crime guy. I've never been arrested. I've never been uh, – Wow. Ne never got any D DWs or DUs, so not not a cop crime guy. I've never been arrested either. Look at us, two good, good boys here. We're just here. good boys here, the good boy crew. We've never broke bad – he does. Uh, Jesse does say the line "Breaking Bad, Break oh, Bad." You're just gonna break bad. He said it. He said it. We he were said all it. We we're all Leonardo DiCaprio. He said the line. He said he it. Said it. I love it when they say the it. line. I do too. That's great. Um, so if you're Walt and you're just recruit, so is he just recruiting Jesse for a means of uh distribution? Because like, what's stopping him from doing this on his own? Yeah, the, he because he figures he knows the people he could sell it to. He Walt doesn't know anyone he could sell it to, but Jesse probably does, and Jesse probably knows. <clears throat> like I don't know. Well, you would think you would know the trade more, but Walt just doesn't even give him the time of day, and 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 doesn't take any of his information at all. Like that's the thing. Like you won't even let him put chili pea in it. Yeah, I mean, well, and we're not talking about the third episode, but in the third episode. He uh he does he doesn't give Jesse information and Jesse not knowing the information does something wrong. And and then Walt scolds him for it, but it's like, dude, Jesse asked you. You did you blew him off, didn't say anything, and then he made the mistake. What did you expect to happen? <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. Uh, as we're getting closer it's like to Travis, uh, Travis, um, you need to, uh, you, I don't know. I can't think of an example, but yeah, it's like, if you don't tell someone how to do it, it's like being dad. He's being being dad, you know, <laughs> he's being dad. He's not going to okay. tell Jesse how to dissolve this body. So okay, Jesse's that's gonna exactly it where, that's what it was. That's exactly where I'm heading is like, he gives him, he gives him very specific directions on what he needs to do. But when Jesse is like, why 
why can't I just get something else or do yeah. something else? He just treats him like a child and dismisses him and is like, cause I told you to do this. Yeah. Now Walt is correct. in most of the time of what he tells him to do, oh, and that's sure. part yes. of the charm of the character, but a lot of shit can be avoided just by making a better decision there. And just telling the guy that you're partnering with, Hey, uh, this acid's not going to eat through plastic. It'll eat through everything else, not plastic. So we need plastic. That's such an easy – you could have just said that. And that whole also, thing would have been avoided. Were, there were 100 percent drums in the RV that could have been used. I don't know why we oh, didn't were. just use – Yeah, there absolutely was. I don't know why we just didn't use – maybe those were myth-specific drums. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think it just goes to the, the Walt character that he's stubborn. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room and he's just an asshole. Uh, the, the whole time he was an asshole. It wasn't just the uh, it wasn't just Heisenberg. He was always that guy. And maybe Absolutely. he was all maybe what you're talking about earlier with him always having the idea. Maybe he was always that guy. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, the marriage issues with Skyler and Walt were obviously present when we started the show. Like his mental state has been off. His mental state was off before he was diagnosed. Yeah. And, and like was the catalyst for taking next sure. step and like you know like her being suspicious of walt <clears throat> my dad takes weird calls outside all the fucking time my dad's traveling everywhere you know mm-hmm. my mom is always like my mom's never i don't know maybe she has i don't know but like it's not like she's not you know worried about one guy calling but skylar was very suspicious of this one, one Jesse Pinkman this, call this yeah. one call, and it's not even a man. It's a, it's a like how easily could it have been explained that he's trying to get back into college and I'm tutoring him? I think the weed thing is a perfect explanation, but that's another it, issue it is. too. I mean, is, it it would work, per, and it would work even better if he had told her that he had cancer. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, again, there's a lot. This show is kind of frustrating because it does a lot of these little. Obviously, things would turn out a lot better if you just did this, but we're not going to do that because that's not the character. So, uh, what's the third Avengers, the one before Endgame? Oh, um, oh, uh, uh, um, Infinity War. Infinity War. So, that's my biggest problem with that film is that so many things in that movie, very much like Breaking Bad, could have been avoided with a, a, a rasher decision or uh, just a different decision. Uh, and it does get frustrating in this show and a lot of mediums where like I can see the problem as you're making the mistake. And that does right. get somewhat frustrating. And that's something that I think that Sopranos did a really good job of veiling throughout. Mm-hmm. You didn't over- always know where their mistake was coming or right. where, where the, the trip up was coming. But with this show, it, it's generally pretty uh, telegraphed. Yeah, definitely. Cause I, yeah, it's, it's a lot of just what Walt's character is. We're kind of getting into the second episode a little bit. So let's – we talked about the end of that episode sort of at the top. But as we – as Jesse goes over to – he goes over to Crazy Eight's house to try and broker the deal. They, of course, uh, overpower Jesse and take him uh, to the the cook site and we get the whole confrontation and the explosion and Walt's quick thinking – uh, which again, we, as we go into the second episode, he was quite okay with killing them both right there. Mm-hmm. Not as okay with killing, uh, killing him when it's, it's a not little a different. It's not life and yeah, death. Yeah, yeah, exactly, so, yeah. exactly. Um, Although it is at this point sort of life and death because you're yeah. 
either you can let him go and it, it like he's not going to go to the cops because it was a it was a uh, you know a drug a drug thing but he is connected with a bunch of people that will come and kill you and your entire family mm. so it's kind of still the same situation yeah and uh we do end the episode with um Walt uh having sex with his wife and we start the next episode with pure ejaculation oh just oh. Brian Cranston just coming I like right out and a gun. My my favorite line uh from the end of that episode is is that you? Yeah, that's a great one. Is that you? That's a great so, line. Somehow I guess cooking meth makes your dick bigger. I guess. Or thicker. I think it's the rush of just everything, you know. Makes it bigger. Makes it bigger. Man, I need to try cooking meth. Yeah, dude. Help you get, you know, fix your problems. Yeah. My my uh my unworking tired white man penis. They always have a very big breakfast. I wonder how much time that takes to make that breakfast every morning. Does Skylar have a job at this point? She sells things on eBay. Okay. I think that's the key to the home cooked breakfast is uh one of the one of the parents are Yeah, are, why doesn't she have a real job? She's I don't know. That's a great question. Why does Walt have two jobs and she has no job? Yeah. She should work at the fucking car wash. She should. This is bullshit. He's a scientist. Yeah, I don't know. Look, it's easy for me to say. I've been working at this. I could do better, right? We could all do better. Hey, I showed you you my W-2 earlier. So, (laughs) So, I mean, like, again, it's, it's, it's easy to say, just get another job. Just do this. <laughs> get another job. job. Just get another job. That, trust me, that's you know an what? annoying, I, that's okay. an annoying I, I, question. I, I get, I get that a lot. I can you know, tell where you where it's like, um, like a buddy who helped me, uh, who's like helped me with the like looking at apartments and stuff. He's like, dude, just get another job. Like, it's my abundant time. Also, uh, I work from like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. So it's and it's like it's it's hard to the tickets. A it's a you know it's, it's hard to just leave that even if you're being paid like shit right? yeah yeah obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> obviously anyway go ahead um so yeah as we get into this second episode <clears throat> a lot of stuff going on of course uh we have crazy eight not dead in the rv we have uh jesse and walt trying to figure out what to do with that also still trying to figure out what we're doing with our whole meth situation Skyler finding uh, this is when we had the phone call with uh, Jesse calling to the house and Skyler uh, tracing the call. Where do yeah. you want to start in this episode? I feel like this one was a little bit more disjointed. Like there wasn't as uh, a, as much of or I we guess it was talked about a lot of this stuff with the phone call and her being suspicious. Um, How about her going over there, though? Was that this episode? OK. Yeah, that was. This yeah, episode. that was kind of funny. That was hilarious is, uh, you know, (laughs) first of all, it's an insane move Mm -hmm. for a a pregnant lady to go over to a drug dealer's house to tell him to stop selling drugs to her husband. And I, and I, I wonder if this was done today, if weed would, would have been that big of a deal because marijuana now is like, they act like it's cocaine, you know, in in the show, they're acting like it's cocaine. Yeah. Very 2008. Uh, yeah this is it seems like skylar and walt are our parents and they're reacting to marijuana like our parents might have man my parents don't act like that towards marijuana anymore 
though. Yeah, I know. I uh, I've partaken with my mother, so. I mean, they don't do it, but they're like much more cool about it. They were ten years ago. Maybe it's just changing times too. Right? Hey, the times are changing, man. Yeah, I, I think probably back then. Yeah, it was a little more taboo to. <laughs> While we're on while we're on the subject of weed though, I'd kick Welt's ass if he smoked my weed in my house. Sons of bitch. You smoke weed. He was like, oh, Mr. White, all right. Wait a second. Is Is that that my weed? Dick, don't take my weed. What's wrong with you? Don't take my drugs, Trey. Was this the episode where Hank takes uh Walter Jr. on the ride along? No, that's the next episode. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm sorry. I watched the three. Uh, because that's funny too. Uh, I don't like Marie at all. I think she's a bitch. I've always uh, seen now. Like, if you were to give me the two female characters in this show, the two main female characters, and tell ask me which one do you dislike? It's Marie. Yeah, Marie's she's terrible. the worst. She is the worst. She is the worst. She's and, the worst. Uh, yeah. Is this where uh, they they talk about doing Pat? <laughs> Is Walter Jr. taking Pat? That's the next one. I'm sorry, I ruined that one. Also, her, um, yeah, yeah, you did, you did. Her, her. Another complaint about her, as you were doing a uh, impression of her, it made me think about it. Her, her accent doesn't make any sense for there. Like yeah, she can't just, get like rid of her real accent. She sounds like she's from like Minnesota or something. Yeah, yeah. It's probably just the actress. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, think no, they no. were too worried about accents in this show, honestly. No, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. Uh, I will say um, this is this is the the memorable body acid episode. This where is it falls so, and this is the uh, you kind of get the f- flashback to um, no, never mind. That's the next episode too. I'm sorry. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, this is the yes. This is like it is weird that this was that episode too because this is one of the most memorable scenes that that body acid you know falling yes. from the ceiling unfortunately the myth busters they saw that one yeah have busted this myth yeah this is, uh, i'm not sure which part of the myth they busted if it would eat through a body or if it eats through a tub i think it eats through a tub that's it the eats, myth yeah that's the it, myth so it would not eat through the tub right but it would eat through the body yeah. okay that's good to know that's good to know that's good, good to know all right yeah we're How just picking walt up, picking all up this stuff too. do you think walt was researching this like beforehand yeah so like when like I said in uh, a few minutes ago, when he brings it up to Jesse uh, as the idea of we got to get all right, we got to talk about the things that are most important. There's a body outside. It's hot. It's going to start to stink. We got to get rid of it. We got to talk about how we're going to get rid of it. How about hydrofluoric acid? It would dissolve the body without dissolving the container. Bro, you've been thinking about this for at least 20 minutes. Yeah. That's too specific. You didn't even say chop it up and bury it in the desert. You live in the fucking desert. You didn't even go with the obvious People answer. They'll find it in the desert. They'll find it. Okay. But somebody that has thought about this thoroughly, that lives – or that hasn't thought about this thoroughly, that lives next to a desert would absolutely – I mean, will you think about the it desert. the next time that you kill somebody? I mean, the I'll next time – about it. The next time I kill somebody, yeah. The first time I'm with you, I had no idea what I was doing. Right. Just spread the body throughout. I took a lot of keys from uh, from from Sopranos. I have a mm-hmm. hand, hand in New Hampshire, foot right. in foot in Arizona. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it, 
that's amazing. This, this that is the one one of the top five most disgusting things I've ever seen. Yeah, just just <laughs> just a big thing of just gook just splashes down. Uh, let's see here. I want to talk about a couple other things in this episode. Uh, the school scene uh, when he's in school, like waiting on uh, waiting on the the bell to ring. You're getting some really good like mirror imaging of himself, like uh, Heisenberg bleeding through. Uh, he, he's like he yells at the kids to stop because he's kind of talking to himself. Yeah. Uh, it was like uh, it was one of the one of those first moments where you start to see the criminal start bleeding through onto mm -hmm. the, the the Walter White side side of things. Uh, okay, okay. Jesse's uh, fake MySpace page is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. So education, Devry, beautiful touch, and the streets in all caps. That's awesome. Oh, uh, let's see here. Make sure I got everything. Again, I think Jesse could have been such a horrible character, but they, uh, I think they almost, Aaron Paul solves it. Yeah, like they almost wrote the character to be bad. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. it feels very clear that he wanted to kill this character off pretty quick. Sure. You know, he's annoying, but Aaron, again, and I think, uh, mm -hmm. actually, I was talking to Adam about this on the podcast, and I think Aaron Paul, because he kind of hasn't done that much good stuff recently. And I think it's because, you know, the character got more serious and dramatic and his life was torn apart. And Aaron mm -hmm. Paul kind of was like, hey, I'm a serious actor now. I'm going to do serious roles. Even though he was so good at playing early Jesse. Yeah. That, like, maybe he should try to do some more of that. But how does 40-year-old Aaron Paul do that? I don't know. There's roles you can do. Now, I'm not saying that specifically, but I'm saying, like, a little more fun. Have a little more fun. You yeah, know? no, he definitely needs to maybe not uh, fancy himself as a dramatic actor. Because he's he's very now like, I have won some colon Some awards. And, Emmys. Uh, I am a dramatic actor. Right I, t I take my craft very seriously. No, I'm not saying he's not a good actor, but like, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I think he, he does well with that character. <laughs> there might be a limited range in his acting skills. Is that might be what you're saying? I don't know. I I think he's fine. I just think uh maybe he shouldn't. Okay. Well, Cranston. But, but think... you know what though? I mean, Christoph Waltz is like that where it, he is great in every Tarantino thing he does, but if it's not Tarantino, it's not that great. Yeah. There's just some people it's like certain roles or certain directors they're better at. I think where Cranston has in a lot of ways, I don't know, been able to separate himself from the Walter White character where he can, maybe it's because he's done other he's, things. Yeah. He's and done a lot of stuff. It, so I mean, that definitely contributes, but nothing. Also, I think close. it's, I think it's just, he doesn't look like that in real life. Like he doesn't have that yeah, mustache and absolutely. he doesn't have that hair. And he, you know, when he's bald from a lot of it, you know, he's not, and with the goatee, that's not what he yeah. looks like. And it helps it helps separate it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, also, I think I saw you might have sent it to me. Uh, it was a it was a an interview with James Gandolfini as we bring it back mm -hmm. to Sopranos, wrapping up here. Bring it uh, back to Sopranos. <laughs> he was talking. It was at the end of the Sopranos run, and, or maybe maybe it was in the middle, and they were just talking to him. But they were talking to him about about 
post Sopranos and like, how do you deal with that? How do you get away with some, get away from such an iconic character? And he was like, well, first of all, you don't really have to, like I could not work another day in my life and be just yeah. fine. But Most of those, like, or at least I think the people who have maybe good heads on their shoulders realize that it's not the worst thing. He even says, this, hey, if that's, that's I, there's worse things you can be remembered. Yeah, yeah. But and then in the middle, he's like, I think it's about the choices you make and the, yeah. the, the projects that you get on. And, uh, you know, it's not always it's not always up to the actor what projects that they can get on, you know, mm-hmm. and I think Aaron Paul's probably had a bit of a difficult time because of the uniqueness of the Jesse character. Uh, and we just see him as that, you know, mm-hmm. like when I think Aaron Paul, I think about Jesse. I don't necessarily think about Aaron Paul. You know, he's just, and I, yeah. And I, I think changing your appearance or changing something about you makes it a little easier. Absolutely. Cause I was just thinking about, I was thinking about what you're saying that you remind, he reminds you of, you think of Jesse Pinkman when you think of Aaron Paul, like Dominic Monaghan, he was in Lord of the Rings and, and lost. But when mm-hmm. I think of Dominic Monaghan, I think of lost. Yeah. Cause like he yeah. was in full makeup in Lord of the Rings. And so you, I don't really think of him as being in lord of the rings right you know? and he had the long hair and yeah he doesn't the look elf ears like lord and, the, of the and the, yeah. the hobbit feet yeah he <clears throat> looks like a hobbit you'll be happy to know i just took in the trilogy i did not watch the extended editions okay. and i did i do regret it but uh i did just watch the trilogy good i'm glad you did you need to it was very it. very enjoyable i i liked it a lot i was very happy i've oh, never time... seen it before no it was the first time in probably oh, okay Ooh five years or so they hold I'd up really them. well because they're not so reliant on cgi um, yeah. maybe like the latter one is, i think the return of the king is a little more cgi heavy but it doesn't it rely okay. on it yeah, no it, it, and it, it looked fine you know mm-hmm. i mean it clearly looked like it was made 10 15 years yeah, ago or whatever but definitely. it was it, it was it was it was still i've seen um i've seen movies recently with worse cgi sure 100 so. Well, again, uh, it's because they they didn't rely on it. They used it to complement, and they used it when they needed to. Yeah, um, yeah. Not to get into Lord of the Rings talk. No, um, no. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. All right. Well, do you have anything else on these first two episodes? I think we are going to try and do uh, three episodes per sure. uh, moving forward. But uh, for the first one, I I knew we were going to have a little bit of uh, a chunk up front, and we had sick and rescheduling, so. Just two this time. We'll do, what is this, three, four, and five next week? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do those. Uh, yeah, very serialized. Like, it, it's, it's. I could definitely, um, you know, the episodes, I wonder if someone just watched one alone, they would not get what's going on. And I think that's just a product of uh, the, the changing landscape of television, right? Mm-hmm. Where, uh, you know, Sopranos and um, early seasons of Lost the two shows we've talked about, uh, they, they were, uh, not like that where you could just maybe jump in. Um, I would say like, do you think that more people at this point have seen breaking bad than Sopranos? Yes. Sopranos is on HBO. Availability. Yeah. Availability. I would say, I kind of wonder the thing, the same thing about lost in some respects and some of those just temple shows prior to, I don't think Lost has the, we love it. But it does not have the the, the cachet like uh, Sopranos and Breaking Bad does. No, it doesn't. I think uh, it was certainly headed in that direction, but it didn't. Uh, no. It didn't. We don't need to have another long drawn out yeah. lost discussion. But mm-hmm. 
Uh, it does. It, it's definitely not that same thing. It doesn't no. have that same uh, that same staying power. Right. Like but, yeah, 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 it's it's what it is. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with more Breaking Bad. Uh, I had fun watching because I, I definitely at the right when I was about to turn it on, I'm like, oh, God, do I have to watch this? <laughs> God. But then you know what? I really enjoyed it, so it, it's fun to go back and rewatch. It's kind of bad. kind of the way I felt. I was a little yeah. kind of putting it off for a minute, but it's sure. it, it's a great show, and it's yeah. uh, you know entertaining as hell. It's very very entertaining. A lot mm-hmm. of eye candy. So yeah, we'll have fun this year, Trey. Sure, we have more stuff coming up too. So I can't wait to force you to watch Battlestar Galactica at some point. <laughs> Just not Dragon Ball Z, okay? It won't be Dragon Ball Z, I promise. <laughs> but all right, what if Battlestar really is Dragon Ball Z? All right, let's just next week. Jesus. Fast and the Furious to Dragon Ball Z if you think about it. All right, bye. <laughs> bye.